bets on the Mayo Media Network. This rendition is for Wednesday, January 26th. My name is Cecil Peters, and as always on a Wednesday, I will be here to walk you through tonight's NHL games from a betting perspective. I will say the one nice thing about all the annoying and frustrating postponements we had earlier in the year is that now on these days like Wednesday, where we're used to having two, maybe three games on the slate, we got five. Different days like this, we're getting six, seven games on usual off nights for the NHL. They got to get these games in. So Wednesdays are busy. No longer is it feast or famine. 12 games on a Tuesday, two games on a Wednesday. We got five games to go through tonight, spread out through the entire evening. We start off early. We got a late game as well. Great to see hockey all night, money to be made throughout the evening. Finally, before we get started with the games, do not forget to give this video a like on YouTube if that's where you are watching it. And if so, leave a comment on there with which NHL team has been the most profitable for you to bet on or against this year. For me, it's been the Anaheim Ducks, which coincidentally and not strategically planned in a professional way at all by me, segues perfectly into our first game of the night. We've got the Anaheim Ducks plus 235 in Toronto. Toronto Maple Leafs minus 300 on the early money line the day before as I record this. I'm just so, so impressed with the Ducks. As I mentioned, they're the team that has won me the most money so far this year. So obviously I'm a fan. And anyone who's been watching or listening to these shows since the start of the season knows that we kind of started on the Anaheim Ducks train early. It was paying off for us night after night after night. I've kind of slowed down on them recently as you kind of figure they're due to fall off a little bit and they have had a couple slower stretches. But for the most part, they just keep winning games. Even games like a couple nights ago in Boston against the mighty Boston Bruins, I didn't bet on the game because I thought Boston would be a little too much for them to handle. And they go ahead and prove me wrong. John Gibson's been great in net. When he's out, Anthony Stollers has been great in net. The defense, it's just a quietly effective five to six man unit. They really have five really solid players. They don't have a standout superstar, but they don't really have any weak spots either. So I love the defense corps. I obviously love the goaltending. And then their forwards. We've got Troy Terry scoring a ton of goals so far this year. Trevor Zegras, of course, lighting the entire league on fire with some of the goals that he has. But in general, he's just a really good driver of play. The team plays much differently when he is in the lineup. He's just that offensive weapon that they don't have without him. So they're able to play a more up-tempo offensive game when he's in the lineup. Just a really, really strong, not super deep team, but just a really effective team that knows how to score goals when they need to. Now, against Toronto, the Leafs are probably going to dominate this game at 5-on-5. Five five. I will say against Boston, for the most part, Boston controlled the play at 5-on-5, five five, a big part of that was because Anaheim got up so big, so they were able to kind of sit back and let the play come to them a bit. But regardless, Toronto's a better team at 5-on-5. Five five. They got better higher-end talent. They got a little more depth. They're going to get more shots than the Ducks in this game, but Anaheim, they just know how to score when they need to. So on 20-25 shots, I, got ha I have confidence in Anaheim to score a couple goals. And on 35-40 to 40 shots, I have confidence that John Gibson will make enough saves to keep the Anaheim Ducks competitive in this one. Toronto's looking better with Mitch Marner back. They look pretty pathetic in a loss to the Rangers on their most recent road trip, but they bounced back nicely with a win over the Islanders. Marner and Matthews starting to put up points. Tavares and Nylander still piling up points on that second line. Minus 300 is too much for me to bet on the Toronto Maple Leafs here. So if anything, I will potentially be betting on the Anaheim Ducks. Hope and see that number get closer to plus 250, but at plus 235, I still probably will make that wager. Next game of the night is in Washington. We have the San Jose Sharks plus 155, Washington Capitals minus 180. 
I'm almost all the way out on the San Jose Sharks. They lose to the Kraken, then they get home and they lose big to the Tampa Bay Lightning. They just can't seem to get it all figured out. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they'll have games where they put up six or seven goals and have a dominant win and look like a fantastic team. They do have some really good pieces. They got Brent Burns and Eric Carlson on defense, Logan Couture up front, Thomas Hurdle up front, a nice one-two punch at center, Timo Meyer. Fantastic, fantastic season. Scored five goals against Los Angeles a few games ago. He's got over 20 this year already. One of the top scorers in the entire National Hockey League. But they just can't seem to put it together on a consistent basis. So I'm not big on the San Jose Sharks. Basically what I'm trying to say here as it pertains to this hockey game is that I'm betting on the Washington Capitals. Minus 180 right now. I would prefer it if they start Vitek Vanacek and net. He's been better lately. Ilya Samsonov hasn't been as good. He started the season really strong. Been a bit shaky of late, but I will still bet on Washington regardless of which goalie they have. They did lose one to nothing to Vegas in their last game, but they probably should have won that game three or four to one. They just ran into a red hot Robin Lehner. Ovechkin and Backstrom have been put back together. I do prefer Ovechkin playing with Kuznetsov. Just they, they've had so much success so far this season when Backstrom was out of the lineup. I don't really see a reason to tinker with that, but there's also a ton of reasons I'm not a coach in the National Hockey League, so we'll trust Peter Laviolette to do what's best for his hockey team. But I would like to see Backstrom split up with Ovechkin, put him with Kuznetsov. Either way, Washington to win, Ovechkin to score. Those are the bets from this game. Last note on Ovechkin. Last game, took a shot so hard, dented Robin Leonard's mask. His cage was bent in, almost touching his cheekbone. That's just the power that Alex Ovechkin has behind his shot. He pots a couple here tonight against San Jose. They don't have a Roman Leonard quality goaltender to stop him. Next game on the night is in Columbus. We got the Calgary Flames minus 175. Columbus at home plus 140. Columbus as an underdog bet used to be the kind of the well that we went back to again and again to start the year. Haven't done that for a while and for good reason. Columbus is reeling. They're not playing like they were before. They were kind of like the Ducks early in the season. They were a team that we were betting with regularity, with success, but then the wheels just kind of fell off. The Columbus Blue Jackets are not the team that the Anaheim Ducks are, clearly. And on the Flames side of the th of things, I did something that I rarely do, and I bet against the Flames in their last game. They shoved it right back at me with a dominating 7-1 to win over the St. Louis Blues. They're taking a ton of shots right now. Even the game before that against Edmonton, they had almost 50 shots in a losing effort. Put up five goals against Florida the game before. So their offense is starting to get rolling. They had a pretty bad road trip before that, but they came back home, got back on the right foot, and now back on the road, but with an easy matchup against the Columbus Blue Jackets. They're going to put up 45 shots. They're going to put up five goals. They're going to get the win. Every Calgary player is viable for an over shot prop in this one. No team in the last couple weeks has taken more shots per game than Calgary. And only a couple teams have allowed more shots than the Columbus Blue Jackets. So it really is a perfect storm for guys like Johnny Gaudreau, Matthew Kachuk, players that keep hitting their shot prop overs again and again. Odds are going to be tough, but they're going to hit them night after night, especially in this matchup. Flames win, Gaudreau shots over, Matthew Kachuk shots over. Next game's a bit of a downer. Not a great game between the Chicago Blackhawks. They're plus 105 in Detroit. Detroit a slight home favorite at minus 125. Both teams bottom 10th in the league in expected goals percentage over the past couple weeks. Chicago's won a few games on the back of Marc-Andre Fleury. That's kind of cooled off a little bit lately as he has been in for a couple losses recently. But that's the one big advantage they have over the Red Wings. The Red Wings have Alex Nedeljkovic in net. 
he's a fine goalie, but he's not on the level of Marc-Andre Fleury. Elsewhere, I would argue that Detroit has the edge. They kind of mixed the lines up a bit lately. Dylan Larkin and Lucas Raymond used to have Tyler Bertuzzi playing with them. They dropped Bertuzzi to the second line. He's playing with Robbie Fabry and Pius Suter. That's been actually an exceptional second line for them. They're generating, generating a ton of chances. I think those guys put up a lot of shots. They're a great cheap option on DraftKings for me. I just can't bet either of these teams at these numbers. I can't get. I can't bet on Chicago at only plus 105, and I cannot back the Detroit Red Wings as a favorite right now. Staying away from the game doesn't have a lot of interest for me. Last game, complete opposite scenario. We got the Boston Bruins. Lost two of their last four after a nice winning streak at the Colorado Avalanche. Colorado's won 16 straight at home, and the biggest reason for me is... Happy learned how to putt with the we're with the Colorado Avalanche, except for in this case, Happy is the Colorado Avalanche goaltending and putting is simply stopping the puck. Colorado's on a 16-game home winning streak, as I've mentioned. They started that streak by just outscoring all their opponents. 8-5 win, 5-4, 6-5, games like that. Now they're winning all sorts of ways. They got a couple shutouts in their last few games. They won 2-0 against Chicago the other night. When they don't score five or six goals, they used to have no chance at winning. Now they can score one or two goals a game and they're still winning. So they won a ton in a row. Their only loss in the last little while was an overtime loss to Nashville. But at home, they've been unbeatable for a couple months already. They got the best line in the NHL with Mikko Ranton and Nathan McKinnon and Gabriel Landeskog. They got the best second line center in the league with Nazem Kadri. He's piling up a ton of points right now. And then they have the best defensive pairing with Kale McCarr and Devon Taves. The only weakness they had was goaltending and now their goaltending is on fire. Both of the goalies... Pavel Francouz, Darcy Kemper were both horrible earlier. Now they're both playing really well. It doesn't matter who they roll out. They're having strong performances. So I don't know how that works. I don't know what changed for both goalies basically at the same time. But now Colorado looks borderline unbeatable. They're minus 170 to beat the Boston Bruins. I don't love the line minus 170 against Boston. Boston's a strong team. But that's as good as you're going to get for Colorado right now because they are on such a heater. I don't hate the bet. I will strongly be considering the Colorado Avalanche at minus 170. I do think they can beat Boston, and I think they can beat the Boston goaltending. So to wrap up the night, I'll just go over a few shot prop targets as well. I did mention these guys kind of as I was going through the games. we got Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk in Calgary. In Boston, David Pasternak and Patrice Bergeron, each averaging about five shots a game in the last little while. Those guys going to keep shooting? I'll keep taking the prop. It's been set at 3.5 lately for both of them. Bergeron usually has better odds, and he's actually been shooting a little bit more than Pasternak lately. So if you're going to only pick one from an odds perspective, that makes sense. But David Pasternak has historically been the bigger shooter, takes more shot attempts. He just doesn't hit the net quite as often. He's kind of the trigger man on the power play. One-timers from the top of the circle, so they don't always find their way to the net. But for them, finding their way to the net in a game, they're likely going to be chasing. I like that in this game. Mikko Rantanen and Nathan McKinnon on the other side also take a ton of shots. And like I mentioned, Timo Meyer for the San Jose Sharks is a volume shooter for them. His line probably going to be three and a half. If the odds are reasonable, he's a guy I'm targeting as well. Thank you so much for watching. Any and all interactions are greatly appreciated by all of us here at the Mayo Media Network. And we've got Jake and DJ here to take you through the rest of the week for Thursday and Friday. Good luck.